Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 23. We were doing the song of Avanti Brahmana. And yesterday we had done a couple of verses where he was talking about why is it important to overcome the mind. What are the methods for overcoming the mind? First method which he said was charity. Then it is your prescribed duty which is basically connected to your swadharma. Swadharma is your prescribed duties. Observances of major and minor regulative principles. That means we have religious principles in our life. The do's and the don'ts which uh, we normally suggest in terms of the Vedas or the Shastras have these do's and don'ts. You have to overcome them. Whatever other negation, they say that you should not do this, you should not do this. Hearing from scriptures, that means it's very important to keep a track of the scriptures. Scriptures give us profound, deep spiritual knowledge. Pious work, work which will help this world become a better place. And purifying vows, purifying vows are those which we take when we say that I will give up a certain thing which I desire the most, so on and so forth. These are the ways in which mind can get purified. After the purification of the mind, then you can firmly fix it. Fix it on the Lord and that way you will be able to overcome your mind and direct it properly towards whatever you have to do in this world. So now today, we are beginning Canto 11, Part 2 from Srimad Bhagavatam, Chapter 23, Verse 47 from the Song of Avanti Brahmana. All the senses have been under the control of the mind since time immemorial. And the mind himself never comes under the sway of any other. He is stronger than the strongest. And his godlike power is fearsome. Therefore, anyone who can bring the mind under control becomes the master of all the senses. Now, in conjunction with this verse, I am going to do verse number 48 also. Failing to conquer this ir irrepressible enemy, the mind whose urges are intolerable and who torments the heart, Many people are completely bewildered and create useless quarrels with others. Thus they conclude that other people are either their friends, their enemies or parties indifferent to them. Now these are two major verses which speak a lot about human behavior. In the first verse, Krishna is saying, something which is very very profound. What he is saying is that the mind is very very strong. It is stronger than the strongest. That means a mind of a human being who is given to desires can be very strong. It is impossible to get out of the iron grip of the mind. All the senses are under the control of the mind. How does that work? How do all the senses get latched onto the mind? 
mind decides for you what you should hear what you shouldn't see what you should see it is so directional in its approach that you will find that mind can create huge waves and can overtake the functioning of every sense organ or you have seen lepers people who suffer from leprosy now they do not have any sense of touch i'm sure you know that now leprosy is a disease imagine mind is an equal disease it doesn't allow you anything i will explain how one organ to the last organ how it controls the first organ let us take eyes we observe things around us isn't it when we have to look at certain objects certain things or maybe a, an entire canvas the whole thing in front of you you can see it but can you observe things it is based on mind's requirement what you see and what you don't see a simple example would be in your house if there is a place where there is certain amount of dust your mind will immediately see it if it is somebody else's area of cleaning the dust will be observed because that person has not cleaned it or if you have if your child's room is unkempt you immediately recognize it because you know your child is untidy but the same if you go to your own room there might be heavy dust which you might not have cleared for the last one month and still your mind will say this room is clean the child's toys are spread all over the place but your laptop wires books stuff which is lying all over the town is not visible to the eye how is that possible it's the mind which tells you exactly what you want to see and what you don't want to see so vision is blurred for those things which you like dislike you have certain wants requirements and please think mind is a controlling factor for the eyes now let us take the second organ called ear if you have a person sitting in front of you whom you dislike the most you will nitpick on the person's words and say oh you are saying this wrong you are saying this wrong you are saying this wrong but if you are in love with the person if there is a genuine love you will never hear even a single bad stuff from that person you will only listen to all the good things how is it possible ears are cocked all over the place i mean they can hear the entire 
bandwidth of sound and yet why is it that you can only listen to specifics? So did you see how mind can control what you hear and what you don't hear? The idea that mind controls everything is known to us from time immemorial. We cannot describe the power of the mind. Now let us go to move to the item number three, which is the sense of smell. The sense of smell is so strong and powerful when there are certain things which you dislike. You can smell them from very far or something that you like. Suppose there is something cooking in the kitchen and you are far away. You may be even 50 meters away. You can still smell it if you like it. Otherwise the air is going and coming all over the place. Why is it that you only can decipher only that one smell? How is it possible? Can you see how you can decide on what smell to smell and what not to? It's a very unique phenomenon. Now let us move on to the sense of taste. You can block your taste if you wish to. Even the most bitter stuff that is there can become sweet in your mouth just by thinking that you like it. Oranges. Oranges are sometimes not sweet. There are some people who love the oranges so much that you give them even the bitterest of the sweet, they will still say it is very nice. They have trained, the mind has trained the organ of sense, taste in such a way that it doesn't make a difference to them. And according to their mind, it tastes sweet. Recently, there was this <clears throat> experiment conducted on the eyes. Whether the dress is blue in color or gray in color. And 50% of the people thought it is blue in color. It is called auto-suggestions also. You know that, no? Auto-suggestion. Auto-suggestion is so very simple that in spirituality, by suggesting something, the person does that thing. Uh, people say it's hypnotism and all that. There's nothing like that. The mind, mind can be modified for doing some things also. These are weak-minded people. The strong-minded people, their minds, mm -hmm, you can't do anything about them. So now we move to the last one which is called the sense of touch. How does the sense of touch work? Now there is a husband and wife, ah, very common example. <laughs> when they are in a very very conducive mood, when everything is hunky-dory, everything is going on well, the husband may touch the wife and she will feel a lot of love in that touch. 
let us say there was a very big fight that day. And then the husband tries to touch her. That touch is very, very electric. You will find sparks are flying all over the place. <laughs> and it is beyond control. So, did you see how mind reacts to all the five senses? I don't want to go into the sense organs because they are very dangerous. But I will take only one organ of action for you to understand how mind controls this organ of action. Okay? Hands, legs, you know that very well. The organ of evacuation, you know that. The sexual organ, of course, I don't have to tell you much about it. The last organ of action is tongue, which we say as speech. The organ of speech is very unique. It is controlled by the mind. What speech you have to give is clearly defined by the mind. Mind is so very strong. When, when there is a fight in the house, the husband can deride the wife left, right and center. He can say hundreds of bad words. The wife will say hundreds of bad words to him. And then later on, what happens is, he goes to work. The moment he goes to work and maybe there is somebody at office who is quite good looking and so on and so forth. The moment he meets her, hello ma'am, how are you? You know, oh, what happened to that speech which you gave in at home which was full of venom? Suddenly when you see some beautiful person or the boss coming, good morning sir. I mean, what happened to that? argumentative and the kind of venomous speech that was there. It is a very common phenomenon which the mind has controlled the entire thing. One of the most important things in this is the person who is doing this. Do you remember yesterday I told you that influence happens on the spirit body as well. Do you know what it means? We describe the various bodies. Huh? One is called the food body, which is having all the senses. Okay. Then we come to the subtle one. Subtle one is the mind and the intellect. Okay. And internally, there is another one which is very important for us, which is called the spirit soul, isn't it? We did this and below that everything, where the framework, I said framework. Hmm? Framework is the super soul. Super soul, I told you, doesn't get affected. That means God Almighty is not affected by what is happening to you. But the influence is there on the spirit soul, which is what we call as the Jeev Atma. The Jeev Atma gets affected tremendously. The mind body, that is the, the subtle body, carries all the database, I told you this. Now, 
if the organs, I told you just now how the organs are working with the mind, if the organs are reacting to the mind, let us say there is an argument and there were lot of words said, your mouth has spoken. Your mind carries impressions. They are imprinted on the mind and the intellect. Inside there is an impression happening. Memory creates those things. Memory is putting it in maybe the hard drive of it. Okay. Now this memory tells you how bad the behavior is. I told you below that is called the spirit soul or Jivatma. The Jivatma is affected by it. It feels all the feelings that are there. It believes that that person is the enemy. It will accept it whatever is the mind and the spirit body is Soaking in, you know, actually soaking in. The spirit soul, that is the spirit body that is there, Atma, becomes affected by it. In Buddhism it is said that the mind body moves to the next one, moves to the next one and the next and the next in rebirths. The spirit soul carries all these impressions from the previous life and the previous and the previous. Let us say in the previous life you have had a very bad time with a person. You know there are so many instances. Yesterday one person from Argentina, he started abusing his daughter at the age of 7. This woman is 30. She had eight children from him. Eight. He's a man from Argentina. At the age of seven, his wife left him and went. And he threatened his daughter. And by the time she was 30, she had eight children. At the age of 28, she went and complained. Because he took it at a very, you know, to the extremes. And she was afraid of him all this time. Can you imagine? Now what happened to him was he was given a jail sentence and all that. Let, let me not talk about it. You can go and see the news. What is the impact on the girl? Her spirit soul carries the data from this life. What happened to her? When she dies, he got some 12 years or something like that in jail. Now, if I have to ask you, now think about it, somebody who is raping a 7-year-old child and having 8 children after that, if you were the judge in that place, what is the punishment that you will give? Ask your own inner being and say whether 13 years, is it sufficient? 
do you think you can give back that girl's youth? She has become a mother of eight by the time she is 30. And the children that are born, can you see the amount of sin that is there in this? So if, if you have been given that power, the power to wield justice, what justice will you give? Can you please tell me? You know you will not be able to give any kind of justice. Because how can you give back all those children and that young girl and the future of all these children and this woman what they deserve? Truly, you will not be able to give that kind of an answer. So then destiny is written. It is hard, hard coded into it. Hard coded into this girl and all those children. She will die one day. And she will be reborn to recreate the entire scene with that man. And she may be reborn like a man. And that man would have been reborn as a woman. See, I hear it's not a question of a man or a woman. I'm just trying to tell you how the reverse could happen. It's just a hypothesis. And if the whole thing is reversed out, do you still feel that justice is served? The answer is still no. Do you see there is a very, very big complex situation over here? What happened to the children? So the complexity of this karma can never be judged by anybody in this world. So it is important that you control the mind. How did this man rape his daughter? Don't you see that his mind took over and made him do what he was not supposed to do? It's a very, very dangerous situation where the mind controls the human being. This can cause tremendous amounts of karma. Yesterday I explained a situation where even the God Almighty who was born as Sri Ram had to face the wrath of the curse of Vali. In the next life, he had to die because of that. If the Lord Almighty gets affected by the karma also, who do you think you are not to get affected? You and I are normal human beings. Absolutely normal. So every time when the mind takes over and creates karma after karma after karma after karma, it's a very, very dangerous situation. You're going to meet those same people again and again and again and again in your lifetimes. You're going to go through the same situation reversed out. Do you think there is any end anywhere? Now, did I not show you the complexity of the previous karma of this man with the daughter and the eight, daughter, eight children? It's a massive complex formula. It cannot be worked out in a single lifetime. The judgment can never be done in a single lifetime. It has to be done over lifetimes to the power of N.
and that is the reason why it is important to keep your mind under control yesterday i gave you a full idea of how to keep this mind under control remember those words today charity you should you should embed them in your mind charity prescribed duty observance of major and minor regulative principles hearing from scriptures pious work purifying work this is one way of controlling your mind i have given you all other ways what are those be your good self be kind compassionate loving you know every time i keep on rubbing these words it has it has literally become like my punchlines you know somewhere i have to maybe i have to put a crown on my head saying you know be kind be loving be this be that be your good self the mind can destroy this entire thing in a minute it is not a done thing you know there are many people in my world who will say one thing and the next minute they have overturned it and they will again come promise they will again overturn it then they will again promise they'll overturn it they'll promise they'll overturn it it's like an ongoing game to their mind and the mind is such a powerful entity that this individual doesn't realize how much of karma this is causing see many a times i cannot interfere in any of this workings i cannot interfere it's like one girl used to come to me uh, many years ago she would come and she would say guruji today i am going out what does going out mean i am going to sleep with some man again she will come back i am sorry i did that then again she will go out next week or the 15 days later again the same thing then again there is a sorry again the same thing it went on and on and on and on and on now think about me what is it that i will say to this person the only thing that i can say is you have to be very careful spiritual knowledge to this woman can never be given because the moment i tell her you cannot do this kind of a things oh spirituality doesn't allow all these things so the only thing that i could say to her is use a condom i mean just imagine my state i had to talk this kind of a language with her because that person was not willing to listen i have people in my world who will come and who will speak nicely 10 minutes later when i point out that this is what they are doing wrong they will bad mouth me bad mouth after bad mouthing the person will say 10 minutes later i am sorry has the words come from your mouth yes it's like an arrow which has been released isn't it it has already created waves something is already dead something has already happened your sorry can never bring the arrow back promising that next time i won't say this come next time again the repetition again the repetition then another repetition it's a continuous process 
and when this process continues the only thing that i can say is please do not talk such kind of a language keep your mouth shut i have to say that in a very derogatory manner to that person because it is very bad to hear the same words from another person isn't it when you hear someone speak that language doesn't it affect you i have to use various techniques in my own world to tell that person not to speak such language and it never seems to affect that person because here is the answer all the senses have been under the control of the mind since time immemorial and the mind himself never comes under the sway of any other what does this any other mean no other human being no human being can control it forget human being even god cannot control your mind nobody can control the mind of a person you can restrain a person you see all those mad houses that are there you have seen in one flew over the cuckoo's nest and all those beautiful movies in that mental asylum you have seen people staying over there for years and years and years at a stretch chitty i think you dropped off so this person who is in this mental asylum for years at a stretch is undergoing therapy never comes out of the therapy have have you seen that never comes out of the therapy they literally become like vegetables over there why no doctor on this planet earth can cure them you know the things which the doctors give acidities these that tranquilizers you name it but what it does today there is a new uh, theory which comes up you know dopamine is this and all those different things which your brain secretes oh the brain is secreting this kind of a thing we have to control it or we have to increase the flow of a particular thing oh then then the whole thing becomes all right it doesn't become all right it doesn't become all right control of the mind is very much within the hand of that person no external agency please see these words no external agency can control that person's mind it can never come under the sway of any other no god on this planet earth can control if god could control think about it jesus christ could have definitely told the jews don't do it and the jews would not have done that he would have told the romans don't do this kind of a thing and they would have shunned it but no it never happened krishna was not able to control shishupal shishupal fought with him 18 19 times can you understand this no ravana could be controlled by shri ram no dictator from any country can be controlled by any other country's person the only thing they will have to do is shoot him down isn't that what happened with mohammad gaddafi in libya hmm isn't that what happened with shahrazad palavi of iran 
remember how Iran was before Ayatollah Khomeini took over? I mean, those who know the history will tell you. Do you know how Cuba is? Do you think anybody can control another person? No God can also control the mind of another person. Please let it be known to you. He is stronger than the strongest and God-like power is fearsome. Why is this? What is this God-like power? It is God-like power of the demonic power that is. The mind which can never be controlled is a demonic power. I am sure you have heard of demons like Ravana. This mind is exactly like that. It took a very small man of a few five feet or something to control half of the world at one time. I am talking about Hitler. Can you think about what his mind would be like? A powerful force to reckon with. Therefore, anyone who can bring the mind under control becomes the master of all the senses. You can become the master of all the senses if you can control the mind. In spirituality, we learn these techniques. You know, with the mind, you can create objects. Now you have heard all the bad aspects of the mind. Now I will tell you what are the good aspects of the mind. A mind is a very, very powerful tool in the hand of people who use it for God-like purposes. For divine purposes. They can go on and on and on and on and on for hours, even not getting tired if they are serving mankind. Have you seen those beautiful people out there who serve thousands and thousands of people? I am sure there are so many stories out there which you will know that this God-like person could cure and could take care of so many people. How did that happen? Is the mind which is God-like. There are artists who can paint fantastic murals from one end to the other end. How is it possible? Isn't it their mind which is telling them how beautiful colors have to be put in that? Imagine those beautiful huge edifices called pyramids. Uh, even in Mexico there is one. How it got built? Precision. Precision was required. Massive structures can be built. Huge books can be written. Mind is capable of doing all these beautiful things. Love can be spread. Today look at Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama is busy throughout the day. You will never hear him saying anything wrong, you know, bad st stuff which is terrible. He will speak good stuff. His mouth always speaks nice stuff. Have you heard it? Look it up. It will tell you. So mind is also a very important tool if you use it properly. 
failing to conquer this irrepressible enemy, the mind, whose urges are intolerable and who torments the heart, many people are completely bewildered and create useless quarrels with others. This mind which is not controlled, it is like an irrepressible enemy. Irrepressible means one which cannot be suppressed, one which cannot be controlled. An uncontrolled kind of atmosphere is there. And you can never ever control it. This kind of an, it's an enemy to you. You remember, the mind is separate than the spirit soul. See? They are separate. Mind controls the senses. Spirit soul gets influenced by the mind. The database is getting collected over there. Why do you want to not control the mind? Why are these urges going to push you to the brink of destruction? See what happens here. This irrepressible enemy the mind whose urges are intolerable, urges. You know, the need to be felt nice in the society. You know how people are? Oh, he is not respecting me. That person is not doing this. This one person is doing this. How much is that? There will be, you know, those who go to office will tell you that there is always a person in the office who will be always thinking, Oh, this one is nitpicking on me, that one is doing this to me, that one is doing that to me. You, have you met this kind of a person who keeps on complaining, 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 complaining about everybody in the office? We have definitely met such kind of a person. The complainer. Is there any day in that person's life when the person doesn't complain? No. Always it's a complaint. Plus, there are many people in life. I have never found a love in my life. Oh, you are 50 years old and you still haven't found love in your life. Why is that? I tried so many times. Nobody is out there who will love me. Is that so? So the world is bad according to these people. See, remember... These people always put the blame of their mind on other people. And that is given in this verse. I will explain the balance half of the verse to you later. What they do is, they say, this person who is the complainer says, other person is at a mistake. Alright? He will say, that person is wrong, that person is wrong, that person is wrong, that... Then who is right? Who is right in your world? If you ask that person, I was doing it perfectly, you know. Oh, you are doing perfect, perfectly and the other person says you are not doing it right. So that person is wrong. You must have made some mistake. No, no, no. I have been doing this for last so many years. Okay. Now, how did that happen? You know, the great psychologists in the in this field, you know, what they will do, they will put the person on the couch and they will ask, okay, now let us go in your background. 
what kind of a story you have in your world. So, oh, you have a repressive childhood. Oh my God. You were pushed around by your parents. You were beaten. This happened, that happened. And they will write down a beautiful note on that. They will refer to the books written by another idiot in this world. Okay? And they will refer to the book. Oh, this person is suffering from this particular syndrome. So he is behaving like this. Why he is behaving like this? He is behaving like this because his childhood was bad. If you are getting this one story where the childhood was bad and the person is behaving in a particular way, can you get a million other stories where their childhood was bad and still they were behaving nicely? The reverse of it is also possible, isn't it? One person is behaving badly because of the childhood. Millions of people out there whose childhood is absolutely in the pits have turned out into very good people in the It is 100% possible. Then how does that one theory apply over here? That person has never tried. Has never tried. You know, there is a syndrome which says, you know, when everybody wants to keep things in place. You know, they will put the pen in place, they will put this in place. I don't know what it is called. Some theory they have come up with. Uh, ADHD is something like that. Okay. Some, some syndrome it is. That person will say, you know, you look at me, everything has to go in place. When it is other people, they are not putting anything in place. But this is only selective. In one place only the things are proper. And go and see the other place in their, in their bedroom or their bathroom or somewhere. Everything is gone out of place. Who is to be blamed? My husband or my wife. She doesn't keep things in place. Okay, but if you have that problem of keeping everything in place, after that person's bath, you can definitely keep the shampoo in place. You can keep this, you know, all the other things in place. Isn't it? What happened to that? You said that your desk was perfect. Why is it that after that person's bath, you don't keep the things in place? So did you see how selectively the person says, I have this syndrome and I have that syndrome? People say, I have fear. People have this fear in their mind. You know, they say, oh, I cannot do this. I was told one thing very vehemently, you know. I cannot do this. I cannot do this. I cannot take this risk. I have not learned, that is why I cannot take the risk in some business. So my answer to that person was, do you think Elon Musk, you know, all these Waltons and the um, great people of iPhones and this and that, all these great people, they came from the mother's womb with the knowledge about business, is it? Nobody comes from the mother's womb with the knowledge. You have to first try it out. You know, trying is important. Huh? Putting your first step forward is important. And this person gives great theories. Why? I have not learned. That is why I cannot do this thing. You, you understand what I am saying? There are many things we do and then we learn. Sometimes there are marriages which happen in this world. 
which are called arranged marriages where the boy and the girl have not seen each other they come together and they live a happy married life they learn to love in the same way how was their mind trained to love now it is other man's touch isn't it that woman should have a repulsion for that but no how did she learn to love so that means mind can be modified isn't it how can you modify the mind you remember that placard on my head be your good self hmm. the be your good self will help you modify the mind everything cannot be red and black in color there are some very beautiful whites and other colors which are light pastels you have seen there are some people in this world who use only black and red and all those the depressive kind of paintings and there are some paintings which you love to see you know beautiful colors the chroma you know i am sure you understand what a chroma is is literally flowing some people love pastels so much that the entire painting is full of pastels only there are no blacks anywhere and with the pastels they can create images why is it that the person can do this so you can definitely alter the mind state isn't it if you wish to who wishes to you and who is the one who has to do it the woman who got married to a person she doesn't know from adam adapted to that person made herself fall in love with him had his children did not have repulsion from him isn't it so the mind got controlled so this person whose mind is irrepressible it's an enemy it's demonic in nature so this person what happens to him it torments his heart i just now said no the heart is where the i told you the spirit is based the god that you can see ha huh? during the meditation sometimes you get the feeling that there is something inside of you that feeling tells you that there is a lord inside there is a god inside some yogis call it as the blue light or you can call it blue light white light whatever you want to does not matter but what you are seeing is your spirit soul jivatma as we call it this jivatma lives in the heart heart how big is it you know how big is it put your thumb out this portion the top portion of the thumb that is all the size of it so when you are in meditation you can actually see it if you want to all right Uh, that kind of meditation is something done by great yogis we are the bogies you know we love to eat dancing do all kinds of stuff uh, i don't think that kind of stuff is possible for normal human but the yogis they see all this thumb like creature inside of them okay let us forget it so we are coming to this heart matter so 
create useless quarrels with others. What happens to them? They torment the heart. Many people are completely bewildered. The person sitting in front of you doesn't even know why that person is behaving like an idiot. Can you understand? The whole world knows that this person is behaving like an idiot. And yet that person believes that they are right. They are bewildered. The bewilderment happens because of this mind. The mind has blanked out things, blanked out. By the way, that doesn't give them the right to take a knife and stick it in somebody's heart. No. <laughs> I hope you understand. There are many cases where people have gone free. Okay? They got acquitted because they got overtaken by great feelings and the judge has ruled, oh, this person is not under the control of his body. You have seen many cases you know, in history. People have just gone away, free, walked away. But karma doesn't leave them, huh, by the way. Karma will not leave them. They will have to face that thing again. Uh, that is how the Lord <laughs> works. But in the material world, they have got away with murder. They have said, sorry. And sorry doesn't change anything. I just now taught you all that. Just by saying sorry doesn't change anything. So how do they do? They create useless quarrels with others. Because of their mind, which is not under their control, they have control of their senses also. Their senses have given all the wrong pictures to them. They can only nitpick, they can only find faults, they can only see bad, they can only see evil in this world. Whereas actually there is no such thing. It is the senses which has been overtaken by this dirty mind. What mind is it? Irrepressible enemy. This mind has created this kind of a complex situation. So they are bewildered and they create useless quarrels. Quarrels which have no meaning whatsoever. You know when a quarrel happens, what happens to the progress in life? Zero progress. When the husband and wife quarrel or brother, sister or whoever quarrels, what happens? Two colleagues quarreling with each other Work doesn't get done. No work happens. No progress happens. The company also will go in ruins. Because of this stupid quarrel. And this idiot whose mind is under the sway is creating this kind of quarrels for no rhyme or reason. They create useless quarrels with others. And what they do then? Then they conclude that the other people are their friends, their enemies or indifferent to them. So such a kind of a person believes that the person in front is their friend. Oh, this person is on my side. That person is against me. It is always like this. Because this person has been controlled by the mind, always finds faults with other people think somebody is their enemy, somebody is their friend, somebody is indifferent. The rest of the world doesn't have this problem. You should understand that. Why is it that one single person or the two people or the ten people in this world whose mind are not ever under control find these kind of faults with other this whole world? And they perform something like a yo-yo action. You know what a yo-yo is? Swinging. 
remember my swinging thing in the past so mind is a great swinger <laughs> that's a bad word <laughs> so okay the mind is like that one day it goes here the second day it goes there and it gives you all kinds of wrong pictures so this is the truth so i will stop over here but i will do a recap of what i did today so in chapter 23 canto 11 part 2 the song of avanti brahmana we just discovered that the mind is working on its own it's on autopilot it creates images through all the senses and the sense organs images doesn't mean only visuals creates images inside their being about the world they train their eyes to see what they want to see the mind inside trains the eyes to see what it wants to see it trains the ears what it wants to hear likewise it takes charge of all these senses and the sense organs and the organs of action also when it does so nobody in this world can control this mind except that person we learned that to control this mind the person has to do charity pious all those different different things drop ho gaya lagta it's an extremely difficult thing to conquer this irrepressible enemy this enemy called the mind can create situations in the life where karma happens and karma is highly destructive in nature it can give you multiple lives no god on this planet earth can ever save the person no no god can even delete that karma because god themselves have support for this so if you understand this this person whose mind is always under the control the mind is the one which is controlling he is the one who torments he is bewildering to other people and he creates useless quarrels in this world so this person feels that there are some enemies there are some friends and there are some in betweens so man should learn to control his mind first otherwise it is always going to give a 100% wrong picture to that person so we will stop over here and i'll see you all next week